If you like to gamble, I tell you I'm your man. You win some, lose some, it's all the same to me. Hello and welcome to the Motorcast, the official Motorhead podcast. I am your host, Howard H. Smith. You might know me as lead singer with UK thrash band Acid Rain, or via my podcast of my own, Talking Bollocks, where if you see my name highlighted in the link to the description of this podcast, uh, click that. It's a link to all of the interviews I've done over the years with the good and the great of heavy metal and rock. But here, I am your guide. That is it. It's all about Motorhead and showing you around this virtual museum of interviews that just expands every week, every... I I was going to say every day. It doesn't expand every day. I wish it did, but it doesn't. So, if you're listening to this for the first time, welcome. You've got lots to get back to. We're going to be three years old next month. Um, But if you are returning, thank you very much, all of you. Please subscribe, and more importantly, tell other people to subscribe. Um, Have a look somewhere on the device you're listening to this. There'll be a way of subscribing. A bell, a switch, uh, something. Click it and you'll get an episode into your device every time we put one out. So, now that's all out the way, it's on to this month's guest. So, we have David Calcano, who you no doubt have already read in the description, um, is the head of Fantoons Animation Studios in Los Angeles. Um, He's worked with all sorts of bands, Iron Maiden, Motorhead, Rush, and um, we had a great chat, really enjoyed this, and um, I'm sure you're going to really enjoy it too. So, hello David, welcome to the Motorcast. I'm super excited to be here, Howard. I mean, it's uh, it's 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 honestly an honor to be part of this wonderful uh thing that you guys do to keep the uh, legacy of this amazing band alive. You know, it's uh, it's so cool to be here talking to you. Oh, thank you very much, mate. Uh, I, I mean, you know, thank you, and it's cool to be doing it. You know, <laughs> I've got to be I honest. Guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's crazy. It really is. Um, but uh, look, you've you've. I know you've heard a few episodes, uh, so you know what's coming next. How did Motorhead first enter your life? This is, this, this is you're going to laugh about this. Um, so I actually, the very first time I had anything to do with Motorhead, it was because uh, Sepultura, um, one of right. my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was I was not too much into uh, into thrash metal at the time. I was more more into I would say, kind of hard rock or 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 heavy metal. But a friend of mine was a freak of uh, of of Sepultura and Cannibal Corpse and all those all that stuff. And honestly, I didn't understand the music too well. But he played me this song Orgasmatron, and I was blown away. Dude, I you was know? the same. No, come on, really? <laughs> yeah, I was exactly the same. I, honestly, it, it's the only Motorhead album that I bought the day it came out. Wow. No, I, it's, well. it, it's, I, know, I know I'm going to get a huge grief for saying that on socials. But yeah, <laughs> um, that it, there was something about Orgasmatron that absolutely yeah. clicked. And the first time I saw them play it was live um, before the album came out. And I was I was with my best mate and we were, you know, we were into thrash and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is the first time we'd heard anything like this. It it, it, the, it well, it's like this isn't thrash. I mean, I'd heard Motorhead handed down by friends, but I'd never heard this Motorhead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
exactly, exactly. So it kind of drew me. It drew me back to them. So yeah, sorry, totally interrupted. By the way, go back oh, no, and listen no, to the no, Max no, Caballero no, no, episode. Go no, and no, go back no. listen to the Max episode if you haven't played it already. I, 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 I that's on my list actually. I don't have <laughs> that is definitely on my list because I cannot wait to hear kind of how he, how Motorhead influenced uh, Sepultura because it's clearly it's clearly there. So yeah. uh, so anyway, I heard that. And I was blown away. And then I started to check out. I mean, I after quite a little bit of time, I did not know it was a cover. It was after a little bit of time that I discovered that it was actually a cover. Oh, right. And I was like, okay, I got to check Motorhead then. Then I started to check out, uh, you know, it was the time where you couldn't just click and uh, and get all the music that you wanted. So I, yeah. you had to save money or you had to have a friend with... Uh, that would kind of tape you a record and stuff like that. So I yeah. finally was able to get some money to uh, to get Ace of Spades, and that actually just started my whole my whole journey with with the band. That is sure. absolutely. I mean, um, you know, listeners, I'm sat here nodding. Absolutely, the right place to begin. I know it sounds obvious, but yeah, right at the beginning. Yes, uh, because yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that that. Well, I say right at the beginning. Obviously, it's not the first album, but it's it's kind of where Motorhead made their name. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, for me, definitely. I mean, that album sounded, still sounds like a, like a greatest hits record from Motorhead. I mean, you could hear <laughs> it from start to finish, you know, and you can't get anything, anything, anything bad or any uh, shitty song. Actually, I can, I, I can swear, right? A little bit. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. It's, Mo it's a Motorhead, man. You better fucking swear. Yeah, okay, well, I, just, just in case. Um, uh, so there's no shitty songs and, uh, it's, it's just, everything is, is just in your face from start to finish, you know, it's honest, down to earth, organic rock and roll with no bullshit in the music, which is what I love the most about this band. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that they carried it on off stage as well. I mean, you've just basically, that's, I mean, that could have been Motorhead's motto, no bullshit. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's yeah. like that that's um that that's totally motorhead that's totally motorhead. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Um, so it must so it must have been i mean it, so it was your love of motorhead that drove you to to end up working with them that must have been yeah i mean it's it's been i mean look i'm I'm originally from from venezuela so uh I've always loved uh love music more than anything else except of course my wife if she listens to that otherwise she would kill me but um yeah. but uh but to me to this this was something that was almost like never meant to happen to me you know being being from not necessarily a country where there's an enormous amount of industry around music or around animation and, and publishing which is which is what i what i do yeah uh it's it, it it was it was unreachable. So to be able to work with a lot of the people that I consider my heroes that have been an inspiration for me forever, it it's it still I still wake up in the morning and I still kind of you know just breathe it in all you know and take it in and 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 make sure I never take anything for granted because it's been it's been an incredible journey for me to be able to you know I mean to be able to write and. Uh, 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 graphic novel and put it out about the story of Motorhead. I mean, with Mark Irwin who who, who wrote it with me, uh, it's it's it was an unbelievable experience, man. 
Uh, it's yeah. it's just I cannot tell you how how scary it was, by the way, <laughs> as well, <laughs> uh, because it it is is you're 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 actually just kind of playing with with gold, and you want to make sure you're telling the story in the right way. You are considering everything in in you know in a light that will hopefully get more get new fans, because that's the whole point for me when I when I started fan tunes and when I started to 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 do writing and, and directing animation everything for me is to get the bands that I love more fans you yeah. know it's it's to to tell their incredible stories in ways that have never been seen before and, and hopefully, so hopefully will reach people who wouldn't normally exactly. get touched by Motorhead exactly to try to you know be almost an evangelist of these bands that you want to you want to make sure they live on forever. You know, they, every yeah. every person listens to this fucking music that is just so awesome and pumps you up if you're down, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that I think it's the kind of the motto of myself and, and the company that I co-founded with, with Linda, which is called Phantoms. Yeah. And, um, that's 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 such a um a bold kind of mission statement as well to go out there and and reach like new communities if you like like the yes. you know the the graphic novel community um yeah. which is which is huge absolutely huge i mean you know you uh, of every sort of 20 movies that you might watch on netflix you you've got a you've got a good few of them have inspired by a graphic novel yes um, exactly and that yeah. must uh, and so creating one out of the the history of Motorhead, I would imagine your first hurdle there is is kind of approaching the Motorhead camp to say because ultimately it's going to be is this going to be official or is this going to be unofficial and if it's unofficial will it even see the light of day? Exactly. Um, to me, it was we came to look we we and and if I may, I'll tell it a very very quick story. We started. With nothing, man. Um, uh, we started just simply publishing, uh, you know, illustrations online. We would do comics and put them online and and things like that. And we started with a Kickstarter uh, about Rush. Uh, we did an unofficial Rush book uh, that I originally thought we were going to get two cents, to be very honest with you. Uh, I, it was, I was scared shitless of putting it out. And, Come on, uh, man! It's Rush fans. I mean, I well, know, but, I know, but, but I know. You know, but you but... know very well. Just like Motorhead fans, if you do it wrong, you're gonna go. <laughs> You'll pay. Exactly, you'll pay. You know. Um. Yeah. So we put it. We just put it out. It was unofficial, and we got eleven times what we asked for. By that wow. point, of course. We had built a community and Rush is also one of my favorite bands. So, you know, I've always wanted to work with the bands, but at that point we didn't have any track record. We had nothing behind us that could sort of like make that connection easy. Uh, so I sent the book once we, once I had it and it turned out that the band actually knew who we were and they were fans of what we were doing, which still blows my mind to this day. And, uh, and they love the book. They made it official and we've been working with them for seven or eight years so far. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, so yeah, I mean, and that kind of started. So I was like, okay, now that we at, at least, I mean, we're working with, with a band that is, that could help us sort of open some doors. Then I started to knock some doors. And one of the first ones was of course, uh, Motorhead. 
Yeah. And and by by that time, I had already seen uh, Lemmy's documentary. You know, uh, I read his book and I read other books like uh, Martin Popo's books. So, I mean, there's there's countless of books around that I that 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 I read about about him and but it was the documentary that sort of like sealed the deal for me that I was like at some point I want to try to do some some sort of book about Lemmy because his personality was so incredible man too so he was such an such a funny guy as well you know it's it yeah. he he gets he gets pigeonholed in this cliche sex drugs and rock and roll stuff yeah and he was so much more than that and he's something that we tried very very hard in the book to kind of to to make it obvious that he was not just a sex drugs and rock and roll guy he was a guy he was number one he was funny he was incredible to be around with he has an had an infectious personality yeah, and that's why everybody loved him so much, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, it, it's a, it's. I mean, it's a very similar tale. This is what you know. A lot of people say, and he, he was unique. He's one of those unique people that, um, you know, you could be, you could be laughing one minute and, you know, learning about history the next, and exactly. yeah, it's just that whole kind of thing. Like, like you know, three or four people crammed into one body. <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly, and 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 it's it's and the love also. One of the things that I find of kind of people that kind of made it made quite an impact like him as they is they always pay so much tribute and love to the people that were that came before them, and uh, Lemmy's love for rock and roll is enormous, you know. Yeah. Um, he, he always talked about little Richard and he would talk with so much passion, you know, about, about those guys and, and everybody that actually came, came before him. I mean, he would always kind of talk about Chuck Berry. I mean, everybody and always try to make sure people would hear those names. And, you know, I mean, that's kind of how I discovered many, many of, many of these, many of the, of the people is the people that I admired and, and revered from, uh, from a rock standpoint, they would always say, oh, my influence are X, Y, and Z. And I would always go and try to uh, get some money to buy some of those records and actually experience, probably uh, try to experience what they experience when they listen to those songs. Yeah. And then, you know, then fuck around, try to find, okay, where do you hear a little bit of Chuck Berry inside the Motorhead tunes and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So that's, uh, and that's always been, been fun for me to kind of try to find the relationships between, between all these incredible musicians through history. But that's that's a, that, that's that's kind of a that that's an artist's kind of analytical, passionate brain right there. You know, you're it, it's uh, it, you're there's there's got to be a connection. Find the connection. You know, yeah. what, what what is it? But the thing is, is that you have to go that deep, and you have to have that deep an understanding if you're then going to go and do a project like the one you're thinking of doing. Yes, exactly. So you, because you, it, you've got to have t- it gives you confidence doesn't it? it's like right okay i've does, I, I, exactly. i've pieced it together i have the foundations you hit the nail in the head it gives you confidence because it's scary as shit you know to kind of try to tackle something yeah. like this and uh and then you go and write and rewrite and then you argue with your co-writer and then you rewrite again <laughs> and that, yeah 
it's all out of love. It's all and it's all out of trying to do something that hopefully again enhances the legacy rather than 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 the opposite. So oh yeah, um, one of my old managers always said sometimes sometimes when it, with creativity, it's it's better when the pots and pans fly. You know, it's better. It's better when we, you know, because that's that when people start clashing and arguing. Well, you, you're going to get resolution from that, which means you can move on and you'll be moving in the right direction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So when you um when you pitched management, you you know you had the confidence you and, and obviously you had this relationship with Rush. It, it, you yeah. still must have had like both fingers crossed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. Look, I, I talked to uh Stefan Shirazzi, who who was an amazing uh, an amazing guy, and I would always yep. kind of give him he's episode so one. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go on my list. There you uh, go. <laughs> he, uh, I would always give him props. The book is is I'm really proud of the book, and part of that is not just the artist and and everybody that worked on the book is because of Stefan's input also into into what we did. He yeah. was he was an amazing collaborator with us. He would he would we would talk to go into detail about how Lemmy would say uh, X or Y. You know, I mean, what right. would feel yeah. for his dialogue and and uh, and you know he was he was close with with Lem. So what better reference uh, can you get? And and he was he's just a guy that understands rock and roll inside out and uh he was just a great guy to to be liaising creating this book and and again he gave me confidence that he was he was good with what we were doing you know that that was yeah. that was a very important thing for for us uh in the team for sure yeah I, and it helps obviously when you when you have somebody like that and you're you know you're yes. dealing with something as precious because you have somebody that you know, when they sign off on it, you think, well, right, okay, we 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 must have got it right. And yeah, if we haven't and, and if we haven't, it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and you know, I mean, and it was and and they they take their job very, very seriously, man. There were there were a couple yeah. of things where they're like, okay, where did you get this part? it's great that we actually had our shit together very, very tightly. I mean, we had articles listed of where did we get what. Uh, that we had across the novel. Obviously, you don't have microphones from the time, and you know exactly what everybody said. That's the part that is dramatized. Yeah, that's how we say it's based on. You can't say that is exactly what happened, but we yeah. knew we we made sure that all the events actually did do happen uh, in in the history of of the band. You know, before yeah. anything else. So yeah, so we we have we were we all from the the estate management everybody we made sure that all the events were were uh were a hundred percent true in their story and actually we tell it in the best possible way yeah yeah and that's uh and that's that's the um the biography yeah yes exactly yeah. The graphic that's so fine. but so um and you know for listeners that don't know i don't know what's going to be in the description but you you've also done a book um yes Yes. And another book. Tell us all it, about that, because that's that's, so, you know, obviously completely the opposite of everything we've just been talking about. Yes, exactly. So so I'll <laughs> tell you, actually, I should have said this at the very beginning. I, I always kind of get get excited with with the with the story. Um, 
So when we we always start with uh, with a little bit of a sense of humor uh, when we start working with with the band, and in this particular case, you know, we did we 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 did a line or our, we we do a line of uh, where is type books, kind of like where's Wally, uh, yeah. So activity yeah. books basically, and we did a where is Lemmy book. <laughs> uh, inspired by Worst Wally, but it's an R-rated and much more fun very soon, inspired by a lot of the uh, albums that Motorhead released throughout the entire the entire history, basically. Yeah. So um so I was I was scared about pitching this book uh a, a little bit too, you know, and and sure. this actually because you know it's 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 a lot more off the wall, you know, and but at the same time is ballsy to to do that and i absolutely i'm 100 sure well you cannot cannot be 100 percent, but that lemmy would would have loved this book it's, yes it's an it's an r-rated version of Wars wally where people can just people i mean they've sent us uh howard uh, emails of people doing drinking games trying to find lemmy you know <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's 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 such a cool thing to just see fans just Kind of playing around uh, with this yeah. book and just kind of, you know having fun with with the leg the legacy and it's it's a very important part of that to kind of keep it keep it alive basically yes and, yeah and it's it, it, again it's a very very unique book and I'm very very proud of it we work incredibly hard in the art they're all yeah. double spreads packed with Easter eggs for for the hardcore fans and the not so hardcore fans they're gonna have fun because everything that's going on is just plain sex all the old sex all sex drugs and rock and roll inside <laughs> inside the book so i would what, say it's probably the only r-rated book of that of the of that kind that you could find at least that i'm aware of well i it certainly seems to have gone down well because to quote uh, well your rating on a very well-known retail website um, uh, the UK website of 101 reviews, you have an average of 4.8 out of five. Oh, great! That's fantastic. So, uh, I mean, you know, whoever whoever out of those hundred people didn't give it five, we'll hunt them down. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, the, yeah. clearly the fan base approves, and 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 that that's kind of the other thing. I think it, it would have been. I this book for me would have been so easy to get wrong. Yes. You know, absolutely com I know. And and the fact yeah, yeah. That must I have know. been really kind of like uh, every page must have been like, okay. Nerve-wracking. Every yeah. page. Nerve-wracking. You know, you try again, you try to we and, and I'll tell you, we we go through every song, we try to find say passages and then try to find images that are inspired by the song that we could put in there to kind of yeah. entice the fans in that way. And at the same time, I want people that grab the book and they're like, okay, what is this? You know, and then maybe they they actually buy it and and then they start checking out the band. You know, again, that's the whole the whole thing here or another. The other, the other adjective, adjective of my my English is just wrong today. Um, Fantastic. The other, <laughs> uh, the the other word that people use is this a conversation starter because people yeah. kind of put it on their coffee table and then they open up and it's like, oh my, <laughs> this is it. Who would have thought that Motorhead, that Lemmy, would ever be connected with a coffee table book? 
yeah. it, uh, right there. And um, and you're too professional, but I'm going to do the sales job for you. An ideal gift for the Motorhead fan in your life who does not have the Where's Lemmy book, because it is one of those things where somebody's going to be unwrapping it and going, okay, <laughs> what exactly is this? <laughs> oh, I can oh. I can just imagine people thumbing through that on Christmas Day, having like putting it down, picking it up, having a chuckle, putting it down, picking it up, having a chuckle. That much. and and you know, knowing that that goes on, the feedback you've had from the fan base, that again, that must make it all worthwhile. It does, and 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 thank you so much for for being so kind with me. I I I appreciate it. And there's, I mean, I have to say that that book was a labor of love, also from everybody at the studio. I mean, those illustrations are complete insanity you know everybody from Lindsay Lee to Itai Manero I mean we worked so hard on that artwork to to make sure it kind of resonates and it has that edge but at the same time it has fun in it and uh and it contains all the wonderful uh easter eggs that we we have so much fun with so so yeah no I I appreciate it. and we will continue because th th that's a very important part of what we try to do we always try to find sense of humor into this thing this this world is so fucked up man that you want to you want to have fun you know you want to just find things that make you laugh that make you forget that you had a shitty day that that you know it's just that's what life is for for you to have a laugh to have a drink to spend time with friends to discuss stuff that doesn't matter necessarily not everything has yeah. to be serious and and all important and you know all bob dylan lyrics no i mean it, it has to be <laughs> we gotta we gotta find also the fun fun in life and just just kind of shoot the shit and, and and smile about it you know and Absolutely. that's what we, we also definitely we, we try to do with with these books and everything that we do but again i think that's that that that, that attitude that philosophy runs straight through motorhead as well you know yeah yeah, you know, and, loudest rock and loudest rock and roll band in the world. Um, and, and, and you know, and also that's something that resonates with me is the "born to lose, the live to win" motto too. You know, it's like I shouldn't be here. You know, <laughs> yeah, I be here yeah. To and uh, and 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 I have the same, by the way, dude. I have I have the exactly the same. I'm literally like, what? How how am I how am I doing this? How am I how am I hosting the Motorhead podcast? Honestly. Yes. It's like every time a new episode drops into my podcast player, I'm like, oh yeah, I do that. Wow, that's awesome, man. I, 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 love, I love to hear hear things like that because that again, I mean, that hopefully can inspire uh, other people to just do what they really dream of and what they really want to do, you know. And yeah. and 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 not to try to again sell the uh, the graphic novel again, but that's another another um element that we we were very adamant to include in the story is Lemmy's story is a story of perseverance you know he 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 was torn down so many times and then he stood up again torn down stood up again people would think that no oh, no I mean they don't know what it took for him to actually put that first record of Motorhead out how many times they were rejected, how many times they were constantly yeah. harassed by the press, you know, and uh, uh, they even had a manager asking them to kind of change their looks, you know, and they always said, fuck you, we are who we are, you do your job, we do ours. Yeah. And uh, that's, and that is something that I 
honestly admire so much, man, because they didn't care about anything else. They cared about their music and and their attitude and and again their their DNA to be untouched. And and that is and and that is the the thing that I always use to compare Motorhead and Rush together. That they are worlds apart musically. But I guess from a from a DNA and from an honesty standpoint, you know, they were always doing what they they were always faithful to who they were. They were not selling out to yeah. whatever was going around them, and that's why I, why I love this band so much. Uh, it's, it's it's so admirable just to just to hear their catalog and always be always find that they sound like Motorhead. They never deviate from 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 who they were, no matter how much money was involved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also Motorhead were, I don't want to say a band that go, you know, that came in and out of fashion, though, though, because Motorhead were never in fashion. But there were times when Motorhead were slightly more high, pro, high profile. Yes. Um, but the, 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 the juggernaut that is Motorhead just kept on rolling. The albums kept on coming. The, the tours kept on coming. And, you know, you knew that, when Motorhead were going to be coming around again. Um, yes. And I, and I think that is, I think that's what's missing in a lot of people's lives is, is that, that, you know, the Motorhead train ain't coming around again. Um, yeah. So we've all got to make the most of everything we can that's left. I, I agree a hundred percent. I mean, the, the, I guess they look, I got goosebumps there. Um, I guess the beautiful thing is how much they left, you know? Yeah. We have an incredible catalog to to enjoy. It's not a band that actually just released three records. I mean, you have lots and lots of records, lots of live recordings that are keep coming out. I love this new. I love the box sets that have, have been coming out. You know, been yeah. enjoying immensely. So you still can. It, it's still as a fan. It's a great time to to enjoy their music and whoever comes new, I mean, they have a plethora of stuff that they can play with, you know, I mean, they can, they can go to the classic lineup. I mean, they can do go to the uh, Mickey D years and, and lately, I mean, they can check out the, the record where Steve Vai play with them. I mean, there's, again, there's so much material that they, yeah. they can check out. I mean, there's even a, an acoustic record for Christ's sake, you know? So uh, there's, there's a lot of stuff that, uh that they that they have in there for us to to keep uh enjoying and keep sharing with other people always sharing with other people yeah and and, that, and, and there was headcat as well let's not forget oh, headcat yes i love that man i love that stuff yes that's yeah. where you can hear a lot of the rock of Eagle and yeah, i i love that they did that I yeah, it, so it, and you know what? And you know what? Go back and listen to the episodes with the uh, with the members because they're they're great. The story of how it all comes about, the whole thing is. It, I got to check that out. It, sure. Yeah, oh man, it's it, honestly. It's, hey, look, you, you you sell your book, I'll sell the podcast. We'll be okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, so. Oh, look, <laughs> I've, I've got to ask i've got to ask did you um did you ever get a chance to see motorhead live once yes wow you've got to treasure that yes it was i i did you you will laugh about this i moved to the i i moved to the uk in the early 2000s right and uh obviously before that 
the band never came to Venezuela where I was originally from. So uh, there was no way for me to see it. So when I moved to the UK, I was able to see them in London live once. And yeah. It was, it was exactly as everybody would describe it. The loudest, I mean, gig in the ever that I've ever been into. And I've been in Metallica gigs, but this was off the charts. So uh, it was, it was an amazing experience for sure. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can only imagine. I, whereabouts did you see them? What venue? I think it was at the Brixton Academy. Oh, look, you only saw them once, but some people yeah. never got to see Motorhead at the Brixton Academy. Yeah, yeah only that, once. That's awesome. But but yeah, the, I, I, and I would also say the energy of the crowd was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, it, it, there, there is, there's, uh, you know, there are bands that you go and see and there's a community of people there you can see the kinship between the people that are in the crowd and that's exactly what i felt uh with motorhead when when we went to see them uh yeah. there's there is a community there are bands where fans feel like more like pockets of people this is like a gigantic mass of people together that are, that are there for the music and yeah that was mind-blowing to just feel that 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 energy for sure yeah i mean in one of the fan episodes i think it's one of the fans said to me you know us fans the way the way we see it is that you know motorhead motorhead is not it's not a band it's it's a it's a way of life it's a culture it's a you know it's it's its own thing yeah absolutely it's a culture that's a great way of putting it it is yeah. a culture it, it is, is it is man um look dude I, I i this has been incredible i can't thank you enough for coming on um i, I you know it, what the work you've done is in, incredible i urge everybody to, to to check it out and um you know you you might feel like you shouldn't be here but you are and you deserve to be and you've done a great job oh thank you howard man that means that that means a hell of a lot and uh no thank you it's it's an honor for me to be here and if if people want to check out our the our books, they can go to fantunes.shop uh, for for the UK. Uh, they can go to Amazon UK. They can find the books there, and every everybody else around the world, they can go to their own Amazon as well. In in the US, I think for the worst let me book, you can find it on fantunes.shop uh, and uh, and also like the graphic novel. But man, it's been such a joy to talk to you. Just kind of share stories and 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 you know spread the love of absolutely and, and the band and and yeah i mean i hopefully we can do one of these again in the future uh, i just had a blast absolutely man absolutely <laughs> i'm sure we will i'm sure we will thanks again thank you well i hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as i did doing it yes i had a blast um david and i had a really good chat as you heard and um uh, I've exchanged a few emails since and um, yeah, just a, a really lovely guy, fascinating story, amazing stuff that he produces and amazing people he's worked with. Just, yeah, and Motorhead is in that world as well. David is now part of this virtual museum. So Fantoons and Motorhead combine for an episode. So, uh, yeah, go and check some of his stuff out. And uh, like I was saying before, if this is your first or a recent visit, there's loads of these. Go and check them out. And there's always going to be more because, you know what? You guys are just amazing. 
I couldn't think of another word. I was trying to think of a, a, another word other than amazing, but no, amazing. The support the, po the podcast gets, the motorcast, what am I saying, um, is just amazing. I was in, um, I was at Bloodstock this year, um, had many people come up and say how much they enjoyed it. So thank you to everybody um, listening, wherever you are in the world, please keep spreading the word. Love doing this, love keeping you all in touch with the world of Motorhead and all of these stories that we're all hearing for the first time. It's great fun. Hope you're enjoying it. Thanks for your support, and I'll speak to you next time on the next episode of the official Motorhead podcast, The Motorcast. I don't show you greed. The only gun I need is the Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades.